Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today, we're going to do our weekly book review, or weekly... Uh, I look at a book every week, or I'm trying to, and this week we're going to look at a free league book called Coriolis. This is a full, complete role-playing game. It is amazing. <laughs> I'm just going to put it there. I am impressed with it. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. I've never played Coriolis. I love it. I've been reading through the books. I really want to run it. We have a lot of games going on. We've tried doing one-shots to play around with games. I have not been able to squeeze Coriolis in yet. I would really like to run an ongoing campaign of Coriolis. And it's in my next to-do list with about two other games. So hopefully in the near future, this will be the long campaign that I pick up. But as of now, I have not. I have, however, played other free league games that use the Year Zero system. Coriolis uses the same system as games such as Mutant Year Zero, Alien, Vaccine, Tales from the Loop, and the Forbidden Lands. Now, Forbidden Lands, I ran a Forbidden Lands campaign for a while, and I really love the system. Same system as Coriolis, and I've also run Vaccine some others. I can't say enough about it. Each of the games does something slightly different with the system, and Coriolis takes it in new places. So what is Coriolis? Coriolis is a science fiction role-playing game. And I thought perhaps it would be best to look at the book itself and let it describe itself. It probably does a better job than I could. Coriolis, The Third Horizon, is a role-playing game set in space. There are ships, space stations, and starry vistas, just like in any other space-themed RPG. What separates Coriolis from other sci-fi RPGs is first and foremost the social environment which in Coriolis is strongly inspired by the Middle East. The unique features of the game are listed below. It describes it as Arabian Nights in Space. Uh, the old versus new, there is a strong colonial feel to this, where there is a, a new arrival of people into this segment of space and then another group who has been here for a long time. There is mysticism and icon worship. So it's not just straight sci-fi. There is an element of mysticism and mythical type creatures the icons almost like gods and deities in there and then there's something they call the dark between stars the omens have foretold it and the clergy have preached it for a long time now the dark between stars the unstoppable corrupting force at work in the intersection between civilization and the endless nothingness of space seems to be real and coriolis the dark between the stars plays roughly the role of the devil in earth's christianity now coriolis is the same system as the alien role-playing game that's been out and popular so far. While it uses different mechanics and it for different effects, like the icons and stuff, if you have played Alien, you have an idea what Coriolis would be like. Each of these free league games takes the existing Year Zero system and adds a few neat little elements to them to make them unique. Now, Let's talk about the characters in this book, because that's the second chapter after it introduces you to the game. The character creation is quick and easy. It is very group-driven when you're creating a character, as with many of the other Free League games. So focus on making your characters together makes it a unique experience for me. It gives you lots of uh, incentives. It gives you lots of things to play off for your character. Backgrounds are great because they're simplistic, 
and they are built to give drive to the game and your play. Now, what character classes do we have here? We have the, the artist, the data spider, an analyst, correspondent, or data gen, the fugitive, your criminal, mystic, or revolutionary, the negotiator, could be an agitator, a diplomat, or a peddler, the operative, an assassin, guardsman, woman, or spy, pilot, driver, fighter, pilot, fighter pilot, trailblazer, the colonist, prospector, or scout. You got preachers, scientists, ship workers, dock hands, dock workers, engineers, and soldiers. So you've got all these. Now I'm going to say this really stands out to me. And one of the reasons I like it, I I'm going to just go ahead and skip ahead further in the book and talk about the factions in 186. One thing about this, you know, we're, we're out in outer space. We have elements of space combat and and whatnot there. But we also have all these factions, political and social factions. One's built out of uh, aeons and ages of wealth and power and capitalists who control things. And then you have factions like the Free League, which actually the entire company Free League was apparently named after, which seems more like a union of sorts and there is this theme of workers versus those who are in power so as for a political game that left-wing revolutionary political game that i've always been looking for to run coriolis really gives me what i'm looking for not only in the setting and the themes of this but in the character classes and the factions and everything else the way it's set up one thing I appreciate is that this game can be run very much almost as a hex crawl slash space crawl if you're looking to do that. There are books that help a great deal in doing almost a space crawl slash hex crawl type experience for the game where you can just randomly go out and explore and create new worlds and interactions. And then there's a whole setting here. They give a good beginning adventure in the back of the book. There's a lot here to work with. I can see you could game with this a campaign for this, and especially for the books that are out for, for a long time without having to buy another book. But I'll probably still buy the other books and not be able to play all the stuff that they offer. Within the book, you get a history of the horizon and the setting and all the different planets. There's lots of labor involved with that things like media and conflicts involving things like that. Then there's the icons. The icons are sort of gods that are worshipped, and everybody gets an icon. And when you start looking at the rules of the game, you start to see how it interacts and adds certain mystical elements to this. Uh, there are some other mystical, magical-type elements that add, added to the game as well. Some of the adventures that are out for it really go into that and set up a good story. But I don't think I'm going to go into the larger campaigns that are available for it in this video. We'll save that for, a, or I'm sorry, in this podcast. We'll save that for a future one. It explains the history of Coriolis. Coriolis is a large space station that seems to be the central point for play in this main book and in the, in the, uh, the world and setting. Learning about all these temples, I'm going to just put this aside and, and I'm not going to I'm not going to look at the book and tell you what the book says. I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are. Strictly no content from the book. When I look at this and I imagine what I'm going to play as a role playing game, I get excited. 
because there are elements in there for great dungeon crawls. Only I see this dungeon crawl as, in my mind, I just picture this ancient spaceship that has been out there for a millennia or something, pulling up to an ancient floating temple that we're about to dungeon crawl through. And all my player characters are going through this dungeon in space and ancient gods and all this stuff. I get excited about the idea of this campaign. When I stop and I look at all the ability to create your own planets and all the space ships that you can make and come up with and pull out of there and all the possibility of doing a giant space crawl, hex crawl and seeing where my players would take this campaign, I get really excited. And then when I look at the different factions and I read through the politics of it, and I know who my players are often and what they get into politically and how a lot of them may respond to that. I get excited about this whole idea of taking on some massive corporate capitalist, nasty, a bunch of workers and proletariats going up against them. So that's really what I like about Coriolis and why I want to run it. On top of that, I really appreciate this system. It's very intuitive. It has a base simple mechanic that it builds off and you can get more complex with it. And plus I can pull from other free league books if it comes down to it and I really want to start getting crazy with it. I like those possibilities. So that's what I like about the book. That's what I like about the game and why I'm hoping to start a campaign of it. If you get a chance, it's available on the Free League website. You can find it online other places. I believe that Modifius Entertainment, their site, also may have it available. It's not found a lot in the U.S. in a lot of the game stores I've found. Some of them can get it. Some of them have had a hard time picking up some of the books when I've asked for it. So there's that. You can find it many places online. You can probably pick it up on Amazon for a halfway decent price as well. Now, if you've enjoyed this and you made you interested in checking out Coriolis further, or you've just been enjoying the podcast, I ask that you take the time to go ahead and follow us on Facebook at Wobblies and Wizards. Go ahead and check out our blog online at wobbliesandwizards.com. Give us some positive reviews and wherever you're listening to this and share it with your friends and keep those dice rolling.